How are you, man? I'm good. How are you, mate? Good. Thank you so much for um for coming in. I know it's so close to the holidays and Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Just chilling at home. So that is a uh, that is an amazing painting behind you. Is that a painting? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. It's actually, um, I don't know if you've heard the name Kevin Willis. He's done a lot of work with uh, Adam Jones on our videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's an He's original. Actually, yeah, that's his uh, his painting. That's um, incredible. Yeah, I had to really twist his arm to part, to get him to part with it. Um, and it was actually his own, it's in his own house. He had that hanging up. And you were and like, you, you went over for dinner yeah. and you were like, I'm taking that? Yeah, like over years, I kept trying to get it off him, and he was like, "No, I'm not. Get, I'm not departing with this one." And then finally, <laughs> finally, he agreed. Um, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Hey guys, hey, how are hey, you? How are you, Peter? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Sorry for being late. Am I late? No, I'm okay. No, uh, no you're actually right on time, man. You're not you're right not on time. time. Welcome back to the Rockman Power Hour, a podcast where we talk to the most interesting people in the world of pop culture, music, film, and everywhere in between. Uh, I'm really, really excited. Uh, the response to our first episode back, Ryan, with um, with Naomi and with Benner was so much fun. Uh, yeah. People really, really seem to like it. And I, and I, I got to tell you, man, I, I haven't been um, too hot on the idea of going live because it tends to get a little, it, get, it tends to get a little long, but it seems like people like that. And, and that's what it comes down to is the, the podcast form format, I should say, mm. is really um, long form chats. And I think the idea of incorporating a bit more of that in 2024, I'm all for it because it's, it's just nice when you can actually have someone come on and, 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 you know, get an idea, you know, be able to form ideas a little bit more than just in a, like a short interview form. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just an observation I made. It just seemed to, to, to really have a, you know, there seemed to be like a really nice flow and a nice, a nice um, cadence, if you will, with everybody. Well, I think it was a longer episode because somebody wasn't staged left of me with a blow dart gun, you know, <laughs> putting me out of my misery when I would go on too long. Yeah. But um, now I think the cool thing about the live thing is that, especially because my, my other shows and my other formats uh, that I used to do was kind of this idea that you're kind of recreating that feeling of a special event in Comic-Con where people are there to hear the conversation, but at the same time, they can comment and you can even interact with, with the comments. So it feels like the, the viewer it's themselves can actually say something. And also I personally get a little bit more energy knowing that people are watching and know that you should, you know, bring it. And um, I, sometimes that's harder to replicate when you're like, you know, when you're having somebody and there's a time limit and you have this guest for this long and you're like, yeah. we have exactly 20 minutes to make this the best interview ever or else. Right. Well, sometimes when it's a little looser, it's like, uh, there's some magic in here somewhere. And yeah. yeah. And, and, and not everybody's got, you know, some of the people we have on the show, not everybody has two hours to, to dedicate to mm. hanging out with, you know, us turkeys, but it's fun. You know, it is fun when you get some people that can stick around for a little bit longer. Uh, like for example, I was just looking to, to get some guests for, for this year. And, and 
someone's like, uh, the guy's only got 10 minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, well, 10 minutes doesn't really work in this format that great, but mm. we made it work in the past. But all that having said, um, you know, it, it's fun to be able to, to chat a little bit longer with people. And, and I'm really glad we were able to chat with Naomi and, and Benner a little bit more. So, um, that was fun. All right, Ryan, before we get too far, uh, let's remember, we've got to thank our title sponsor, the, the people that keep us afloat, uh, the heartbeat of the Rockland Power Hour. And that, of course, is Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Uh, check them out over at heartbeathotsauce.com. Uh, use our promo code ROCKMAN20, and that'll get you 20% off your entire order. And um, th- love it. I used it all through the holidays. I gifted some bottles to people. Um, and everybody that's tried it loves it. When we first got sponsored by Heartbeat Hot Sauce, I conveniently yeah. went to a barbecue like the next day with the big box. And, yeah. I, dude, I felt like a pimp. Yeah, <laughs> it, was like, it was like, and it wasn't like Oprah. I wasn't like generous. Like you get a hot sauce, you get a hot sauce. I'm like, no, these are my hot sauces. It's like, but here you go. I'll put a little bit on your burger. Yeah, but here's a here's a sample. You'll be back. <laughs> well, that's it exactly. Yeah. So go check them out, uh, heartbeathotsauce.com, and uh, use our promo code Rockman20, and you can get twenty percent off your entire order. Also, a big thanks to our friends over at Studio House Designs. You got some new shirts over the holidays. I got some new shirts over the holidays. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a bit about this one because. Um, Cody started doing a little bit more of the style. He did it with talk to me and, uh, he's done it with the Blair witch project where you've got like this front pattern, mm. uh, like kind of like a chest pattern. And then you've got a pattern, uh, a design on the back. I'll just flip around for you to see it. Yeah, there you go. So nice. this, is the, this is from the Blair witch. So that usually, was really, usually the back of the shirt print is missing. So that's kind of ironic. <laughs> that's what it says. It says missing. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Lovely. And you've got the, uh, the nightmare on Elm street. You know, what's funny when I see that shirt, I remember that VHS box set. <laughs> yeah. And I love it when, like like you said, like you remember the box set, when you see all of them together and they have that shared art on the front, it really makes you it's think amazing. that this is a yeah. world that you need to jump into. Yeah. So uh, thank you to them. And uh, I just want to show you some stuff really, really quickly. Uh, Ryan, uh, mm-hmm. you love the Toxic Avenger, right? Oh, so much, actually. Okay. I just got this from MVD Entertainment. Okay. Uh, Oh, nice. In 4K. <laughs> oh, what? So you've got the Toxic Avenger. I don't think Avenger. anything filmed on Troma ever thought 4K <laughs> quality would be. <laughs> That's what I found so yeah. funny. They're newly restored 4K and Blu-ray editions. So you've got Toxic Avenger Part 2, Part 3, and Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger 4. Um, so uh, Never, yeah. never, never let Julia watch these movies. Ever. No. No, no, not that you can tell her what to do, but I just, I, I, I advise it. Really? eh? Yeah. It okay. might have been the murder of the dog in the first one or the people <laughs> that drive around running over children <laughs> before Toxie gives them their comeuppance or the tortured nerd that before he is Toxie is before turning into a creature of superhuman size and strength. I just don't think it's Julia's bag. Yeah, well, it's very possible that you're right. So um, I have not seen the Toxic Avenger. Okay, I'm going to check. The the year of the first one was 1984. So, yeah, I remember seeing the first. So it's the 40th anniversary this year. Wow. So I remember seeing the first Toxic Avenger, uh, you know, on a really grainy VHS at someone's house. And it's like, I, I, and I just remember being probably 13 or 14 going, I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> so the fact that I could dive into this, I just want to let people know if you're looking for, um, yeah. for the toxic Avenger, uh, the, 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 the oh, you know, my God. available on 4k now from, uh, through MVD entertainment. I want, and, and I'm going to take a minute to show you, I don't know if, I think I showed you these when you were here, but I wanted to show these off a little bit because, 
uh, it was my birthday over the holidays. I turned 53 and um, I got a really, really nice present from my kids and from my wife, from Julia. Um, I'm a big, I love Beavis and Butthead. And mm. I got these Beavis and Butthead sneakers. Oh, so, that's really nice. Yeah. So they're, they're Pumas. And um, this is not a plug for them. We're not endorsed. These were bought for me, but I just wanted to show them off because they, they spare no detail at all. Um, they, you know, right from the bottom of the soles that say, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then each show, uh, each shoe is dedicated to, um, to one of the guys. So this one, this is the, um, this is the butthead show, but butthead shoe, I should say. Does it say, um, does it say like ACDC or death rocks on it or something? No, no, but it does yeah. say like on the soul on the, see, it says ladies, ladies, ladies beware. <laughs> <laughs> and it says this sucks here. Yeah, um, yeah. It's got a little, uh, nacho pendant that kind of hangs. You've got butthead, um, inside the, the, uh, the shoe. I don't know if you can see that. That's really cool, man. So that's one. That's one. That, so that's like his shoe, and then, and this is the, the same pair. You've got um, you've got Beavis's shoe here. Nice. It says I need TP4 in my butthole, and this one on the top here it says I am the Great Cornholio. Nice. And then uh, it's got the two of them inside. <laughs> I, so, I see. I see you're much more fond of these shoes than the macaroni art that I gave you for your birthday. What do you mean the macaroni art? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to joke about it. <laughs> no, you gave you gave me you gave me an incredible present for my birthday. Yeah, um, and uh, I mean, do you want me to show it off? Yeah, you could. Sure, why not? I have to go get it. Or or we could do a whole episode about it later. I suppose, right? I guess we could. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right we'll okay. we'll save it. We'll save it for that. We'll save it. All for right. There you go. Um, we'll keep it mysterious. This we'll year. keep it mysterious. Yes. But um. So yeah. So I just wanted to 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 show that off. And 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 if you guys have any um great presents you got over the holidays, let us know in the comments. We'd love to to love to hear what you got. Um. All right. So this week on the show, we have got um a band called MT Void, uh, and it's spelled MTVoid, like MT Void. Yeah. So like MTV, MT yeah. Void. MTV mm. is void. Like it's just, and it's pretty much sets the, 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 it sets the table for what this band is, is, is about. They're, they're very, very artsy. Um, they're very, very out there, uh, to the point where when the, um, they put their lyrics together, they draw inspiration from William Burroughs, um, cut up method where he would cut up, he would take all these words that were written and cut them up and mm. then put them, mix them up and then, put them out on a page and that would be the way it would go. <laughs> so that's how some of their lyrics are written. And, um, and it doesn't surprise anyone when you hear this, that, you know, one of the members from this band is um, in tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what I find, what find so great is that um, the two guys that, that, that formed this band um, are very, very artsy. So it's comprised of uh, Justin Chancellor, of course, of uh, of Tool. He's a bass player for Tool, just a monster bass player, monster musician, and a guy named Peter Muhammad. Um, Peter was in a band called, a, a Polish band called Sweet Noise. They met while uh, Tool were touring in 2002 in Germany at a festival. The two of them struck up a friendship and, um, and, and they stayed in touch and have been putting music out. So the new album is, um, is called Matters Not, yeah. part one matters and not like k-n-o-t so everything is like a play on words with these guys which is really really rad and um i got a chance to to talk with them i think it was right before christmas so we've had this one in the can for a little bit very excited 
to have these guys on the show and for people to hear this interview because as a 90s music fan, talking to somebody from Tool is like, but just the fact that Justin is so down to earth, gives so much space to Peter in this project um, and doesn't overshadow it. Um, they really seem like equals on this thing. And it just, it's just such a nice friendship to witness you know, through the computer. They're both in different places, but you can tell when they jump on together on Zoom that they're just happy to be there. And, um, and it just, it just, it's great. The music's cool. Um, it's got, it's, it's a great vibe. And, and I, I, I have to say, I really am a fan of bands, you know, that are able to let their, their, their members go off and do projects. And when those projects really pay off and, 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 and in the interview, we discussed the band Crosses, who, um, is Chino from Deftones. Uh, one of my, you know, Deftones, one of my all time favorite bands, but that band Crosses who are going to be in Montreal in a few weeks in February, they're touring. That's an example of how a project outside of a band that is just so massive can really, really be expressive, can be creative. And, and I love the fact that this is the same kind of thing for Justin, you know, it seems like he's really having a lot of fun with this project and they're, you know, they're, they're making, they're putting vinyl out They're They're trying to plan some kind of a live show at one point. So it's just, it's really, really cool to see that these guys are, um, are, are playing together and are, are, you know, are doing, are doing this project, putting out music and people seem to be really reacting to it. So I'm excited about this. Yeah. Well, a lot of bands, sometimes when they put out a side project, it's this, eye-rolling experience because you're like oh and this is why you're not doing my favorite band's music anymore <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it, or sometimes it's so derivative of the band where you're like why yeah. don't you just do more of your music yeah 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 yeah, yeah well that's yeah. it you know and and uh but but justin's um he's he's wonderful peter's mm. really really cool so um so yeah i'm excited for people to hear this uh check it out uh my chat with peter and justin from the band mt void Um, all right, so I'm going to jump right into it because I know it's it's the holidays and everyone's getting ready to um, to, to shove off. But I'm really really glad we got a chance to chat today. Um, uh, someone sent me this probably about two months ago, um, and we were trying to get this organized. And immediately um, when I listened to this, I, I liked it. Um, I don't know if it's because of the age that I grew up. Like I'm fifty, I'm going to be fifty three next week. So this is, there you go. So this is really <laughs> in my wheelhouse of some of the stuff that I grew up on. Um, I hate to come in and say I hear influences, but I hear a lot of stuff that I, that can definitely would imagine has probably pushed you guys along on this journey. And it's it's almost like comforting um, because I, I grew up on a lot of electronic music. I grew up on music where, you know, bands like Joy Division and New Order were pushing boundaries. And then, of course, you know, you had your Nitzer Ebbs, you had your Skinny Puppies and you had all that other stuff. Um, and I just hear so much fun stuff in this music. Um, what was it like for you guys to a meet and b create together, Justin? Um, yeah, it, uh, it's <laughs> it's always been a really exciting process. You know, I think we're um we're kind of uh, both really inspired by each other's input. You know, so whatever comes my way is always you know it's always exciting and challenges me. Um, so it's just kind of uh you know like we the way we did it as well, doing it remotely across the across the seas in a way yeah um it was like you know we keep talking about it it's kind of like christmas every day like opening your email and receiving these new files and seeing what peter had done to to my baseline and stuff so uh it's a really uh you know really um fluid kind of full of motion the whole process you know 
uh, keeps changing on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, it's been really fun. Been really fun. Yeah, I can add that. Uh, in my opinion, it's, it's it's going back to when we really met uh, back uh, back in Europe. It was well wh- around two thousand three, something like that. Yeah. And um, from this first moment, you know, we sat down in a cafe in a bar in Poland, and we yeah. started talking about uh, about music, about future, generally about life. And really, we were like, kind of a oh, how do we, how did we meet? You know, because everything was just coming together so well. And I, I, I remember that conversation. I still feel like it was the beginning of something amazing. That's how I felt back then, and that's how I feel right now so i'd add to to what justin said about being inspired musically by each other it's i think it's more that we're kind of i at least i was inspired by a person you know by a friend by some by somebody i can talk to without even saying all the words but i can communicate in terms of in a field of art like broadly speaking it's it's art we're always dealing with but it's this case of being inspired by another human being that in my opinion is uh, is even more important than being in, inspired by a baseline or something because w- w- we met there and in that bar which is kind of a you know it doesn't happen always but from from the first minute we were almost like talking about music that we'll be making in like 10 years time you know yeah yeah yeah, we talk. What the fuck, you know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> but but I think it's interesting what you said there. Um, you know, it's one thing when you know, uh, you know, he'll send you a baseline or you'll send each other vocals or whatever, and you get inspired by that. But the idea of being inspired by the person, um, yeah. you know, meeting someone, going, you know, I think you and I could create some cool stuff together without even hearing what each other's going to play. That's special. That's yeah, and it, it was always like that. It was like when we were back in LA and. You know, and we had this period when we were mixing the album at Justin's studio, and I'd be the guy who'd be like diving deep into tech of of mixing on the board and stuff like that. And he'll be coming over like um, late afternoon or, or early evening, and like, what you got, right? And I'll be like just putting the mix on the desk and like, listen, this is what I've got. And he was like, yeah, this is. And there was never really a disappointing moment, like we're kind of. You know, you can get bored with someone or you can you can be, you know, upset by something. There was never a case like that. It was always like the drive, the push, because I think we are kind of, you know, we're very honest about it. And if I want to, you know, if I want to really glitch Justin's bass, I, I don't think twice. And yeah. I don't have this in my mind like, OK, what if I fucked it up too much and I send it to him and he'll be like, it's not bass anymore, mate. Yeah. He's, he's, he's even he's even more on the side like, oh, it's not bass. That's great. You know? Yeah, yeah sure. Sure. Definitely. Um, the uh w- what I really noticed about this this I guess EP, if you will, or mini record or seven song um voyage, there's a lot of focus on the drums. And um, and you know, in in this kind of genre, I guess you would say, um, it's it's great. It, it sounds to me very much like they're organic drums. Um, and, and they just, I don't know if I'm right or, but they, you know, they sound really like they're driving the song. Um, and, and there's something about a drummer that's playing, um, that to me, it's, it's hard to replace in any, in any kind of music. And am I wrong? Are they, they are organic drums, right? Well, some of them are, 
Okay. And some of them aren't. <laughs> okay. Because um, yeah. there's some parts where I'm really feeling like there's a drummer playing and you feel a push and a pull and it doesn't seem like anything's lined up. Yeah. I mean, uh, we did, uh, Eric in Proto drummed on the one on Propagator. That's the uh, one. That's, yeah. 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 That's a, that's a real drum track. Um, and, and you feel but, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a lot of feel to it. But I think also Peter, when he puts his beats together, there's a lot of organic material involved that's, in that. You know, he's, right. he's creating his own sounds and his own, own own kits out of those sounds. So you you're getting the same kind of organic stuff, you know, that you would with a real drum drum kit. Um, and because of the, the types of sounds and the they're kind of unusual. They're not the normal sounds. There's a push pull to the to the whole drum beat yeah. that you, that, you know that's you, it. you wouldn't it, get. Which is great. And yeah. so that's almost like a huge compliment to you, Peter, because it sounds like there's a guy playing that. Um, and there is a guy playing yeah. it, it just differently. But it's just it's great because there is the push pull. It doesn't feel like um everything's done on beat detective. You know, it just seems like it's yeah, it's it's really yeah. has like a, a push and a pull and a vibe. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it's more like uh if I'm glad that you said that. Is you're the first person who said that, uh, but it it gives me this thought that maybe we are more like a like a drummer and and and, and a bass player really from from. And, but I do vocals, right? And right. I'm a, I'm fascinated by sounds, and the aim is to build it whole as a whole. But I was always like, um, I was always aware that you know Justin reacts, which is natural, in the best way to drums, right? And mm. And uh, to keep it like really tight with the grid would not give me, it would not give us the feeling of a free floating baseline. So in order to get to that that part, from the first beats that, I, that I've been sending him, it was like, okay, how do I make it organic? How do I push this or pull those hi-hats back and forth? Or how do I delay this kick drum? Not too much, but just sufficiently so it has this feeling of an organic evolving thing so that was always my focus um you know even more than uh, typically thinking about vocals the first thing I, I i think about is like how we create this beat yeah. which is placed on top of textures that have their own rhythmic thing yeah i mean you really you managed to make it really sound like a rhythm section so gold star for that <laughs> it's really uh it's really fun you know creating bass lines to the beats that he sends me yeah um just for that very reason you know there's all these textures um uh, you know this fabric that you kind of that that pulls you along and that you follow while you're actually coming up with ideas in your mind so uh yeah the you know all that effort that he puts into making the sounds organic really pushes me to the next level you know and then i can i can kind of respond in a in a equally organic way with my bass line so um, I'm the guy that goes on vacation, and when I pack a couple of books, I bring stuff like this. <laughs> and, oh, right. So yeah. I want and, so and then, on it, right? So then mm -hmm. I'm so then I'm 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 um, I'm glancing yeah. through the press kit, and I'm seeing that there's some Burroughs influence. Tell me a bit about that. Oh, it it came up with uh, an old idea of me really uh, trying to pursue an art of writing in English, right? So okay. because we yeah, we started in 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 LA and it was clear that it's gonna be Polish. You know, mm. I, I think I'm 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 really glad that Justin made this decision, which was really against kind of logic. You know, we're like in in US, in in Los Angeles, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna push this message 
to the masses. So masses means means English. And he was like, you know what? You sound organic and you sound aggressive and you sound natural in your own language. So let's let's do it in Polish. I, I want to I want to make it sound different. So that's what happened. And uh, and it was great. But then I always had this challenge, you know, within myself. I I want to do it in English, right? right. And then I started really diving into different methods, alternative methods of writing poetry and writing books. And that's how I came upon the work of William Burroughs and the data movement, right? The cut-up mm. technique. And yeah. he was he was one of those guys that really made it uh, made it famous. He didn't start it, but he he was the one who started really writing, you know, full body of work using this weird technique of cutting up text, putting it in a linear mode back again, getting this bizarre, you know, <laughs> structures and kind of like mind melting stuff. I'm like, oh, this is fucking empty. Let me try this, you know. Yeah. So I was. So I dived into that and I got into online generators. Then I got myself like a program that was kind of, then I started come, you know, like putting together sources because I can put in my own sources. So I was diving into books that I like, interviews that I like, whatever content that I found really interesting, challenging in terms of words and terms I would put in there, hit random you know, like specified the number of lines and syllables, uh, everything, whether I wanted to rhyme or not. And then I would get this. And I, and I think pretty early I was like, Oh, this is bizarre. This is amazing. This is <laughs> yeah. mind boggling, just like this music. So I'm okay. I'm going to put this, those vocals. I'm going to send it to Justin. And it was a great moment for me because he was like, first, I think he said, what the fuck is this? Uh, how how do you come up with this? What are these lyrics? I kind of like it. I'm not sure. I'm like, okay, have your time, listen to it. And then we decided that it's the right thing. So I was just, I followed that that route and uh, and I'm and I'm glad it turned out this way because it's very, very challenging and I like this way of writing. Yeah, it was exciting. When I first heard it, um, it was kind of shocking because, uh, you know, as as we said, like obviously Peter's native tongue is is Polish. Um, and you know, it's not so easy to be totally eloquent in another language, you know. Um, so I get this, I get these vocals back, and I'm like, wow, how did he come up with this stuff? You know, he's like, he's really, really stretched himself here, and he's he's actually kind of like figured out the whole English language, you know, to, uh, and beyond <laughs> to, a, to a poetic level, you know. I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then, uh, and then he told me what he was doing, you know, how he was coming up with it, and I just you know, and then I kind of was able to kind of relax and just kind of let it let it wash over me. Um, yeah. And and once and once you just sort of like dive into it, it's just so open ended and and mm. creative. You know, really inspiring a different thought each time you listen to it. So as a, as a good poem should do, you know, it's really thought provoking. It's you know, it's so funny you say that because I think I listened to the record probably three or four times and every time i heard it there was a familiarity but i felt different every time when i listened to the song like that jumped out at me differently not like a, yeah. not like normally just yeah. getting accustomed to an album i'm talking about yeah. 
There is different yeah, it's all, it's, yeah, it's also hard to memorize it. You know, it's, it's yeah. even when you, if you're a fan and you're listening multiple times, maybe Mabalu is on the easier side because I used to edit them because straight out of, of those uh, programs, I mean, I, I don't want to say that it's not usable, but the cut-up technique gives you also the, those results that are totally, you know, you can't really swallow that. You can't just, really, oh, this is, this, is not, this is not good enough for a song. So I'd have to go in and edit those uh, mm. and I, I believe david bowie who was also uh, yeah he, he was a fan one, of that. yeah he was a fan and a user and i don't remember his software but he had this software that used to generate those uh those uh, lyrics for him and he, he also said that i would take a part uh, a sentence and and then i'll just edit those to make him sound like a song so but even if you do that it's really hard to memorize a, a track like propagator and that's why i think you get this uh, feeling of like oh i never heard this or or i or i never listened to this song in this context maybe it means that you know it's like right. so yeah it's a never-ending yeah i want to continue with that because it's like uh it's, it's really a cool thing and it's cool because on the record you you get songs like that and then you get the song that Isabel sings, which has a repeating lyric, you know, um, I, yeah. I, I believe it's, I'm just, I believe it's, I re reject your teachings or. Yes. Uh, so, and it's, and that was almost like a hook that stays with you and, um, and it turn you know, breaks down into almost like a spoken word thing at one point. So it's kind of fun because you guys, you can tell that you guys are doing what you want to do. There's no, like, there's no limits to this. It's like, we're going to do what the fuck we want to do. And, and oh, I, yeah. and, and you got to love people that are, can honestly do that in this day and age. Cause I think a lot of people do sometimes put too much of a focus on how will this do? And I don't think either of you guys care. No, it's uh, from the <laughs> beginning, it's just been uh, just a pure form of creation, you know, like so it's, it's just trying to see what we can come up with. Um, and as we were saying earlier, you know, being inspired by each other's, you know, personality and stuff, it's just kind of a, it's almost like an alchemy of just combining our, our ideas or like of me giving Peter something, and allowing him to treat it the way he he is inspired to treat it, you know. Um, and so the whole structure of the songs and the album and the artwork, it really grows naturally like that. Um, and also having the input of, of outsiders, you know, uh, right. collaborating with other people um, was a massive part of that, really pushed it over the edge to be, uh, you know, to, to give it broader parameters, you know, just, just kind of more variety and, uh, yeah. Just uh, yeah, it's just a kind of a constantly moving thing. Um, yeah. When you're when you're looking at some of the titles, um, you know, just like the title, like like matters not, and the not, you know, and it, it makes you think of a guy like like a guy like Al Jorgensen from Ministry is almost yeah. like the best at that. <laughs> he'll take he'll always have that double entendre, and and so uh, and even the name of the project, you know, MT Void, MTV Void, like all that stuff you see. Uh, it, I imagine there's thought that goes into that, or is that more like you guys having a couple of drinks, going that would be fucking hilarious. No, no that's just <laughs> that's no, that's hundred percent just that's you titles, just yeah, titles and 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 the name of 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 the album and the person that I always turn up to when it comes to naming something. I don't know. It's always Justin. I'm like, okay, the songs are ready, man. Take them, take a week, listen, and give me the titles. So I'm like, because from from the day number one, I I think he puts a lot of thought in into his notebook. Mm -hmm. I never, I've seen it once, and it's full of like weirdest stuff and ideas. And I think, and I respect that. And I think he always comes up with this, with this 
twist of when I think that th something should be named like that or should have this name, he would be like, I'll be like, oh, propagator, of course. Right. Of course <laughs> not fear and of course not fear and propaganda, Peter. It's yeah. it's propagator. Why? Propaganda. Okay. Yeah, to you, man. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have fun? You. Do you have fun doing that, Justin? Oh yeah. I mean, I it's just so many hours on on in a dressing room or in a tour bus and my mind constantly racing you know yeah uh, being a bit of a bit of a closet lyricist i guess um but not actually having ever sung in a band or anything really um yeah i just uh i constantly have ideas especially for band names or song titles um occasionally i'll write out a whole you know i'll create poetry actually something from beginning to end but most of it is i mean it's almost like peter says with his cut-up technique you know there's just a I've got several books full of little pieces and ideas and names. Um, you know, an empty void was kind of way back. I I, I had that idea. Um, it just sort of jumped in my head the way, you know, the way that it's it's kind of. I was thinking about how there's, there's just a blank space there now because you know MTV stopped playing all their music videos and it's yeah. like it's kind of the the creative you know, chasm, you know, of like nothingness. So I, it just sort of, you know, it worked, you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, and then and and then like sometimes the 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 lyrics that Peter will write are just are enough, you know, to inspire the title, you know. But I, I mean, I think it's really fun to have something that kind of pushes you into the song. It's 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 already kind of making you think before you start actually paying attention to the words. Um, so that was, you know, yeah. There's a lot of thought goes into it. That's no, great. Um, the uh, it, it, the possibilities of this actually playing live are are there possibilities of this happening? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. We, we've been talking about it, and and it's got to you know wait for its time. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, uh, Tool is on tour right now, and, and they're going to come back to Europe next year. So maybe the end of the year next year, two thousand twenty four. Or maybe early twenty five, we can you know meet somewhere and and create more of a. I, I think we, we're we're agreeing on creating sort of a like a DJ set or like a live sound system where we could take this idea of cutting up, sorry, cutting up our stuff and um, combining it with different things and maybe improvising live, which is a harder part to, to to this whole thing but i believe if this could take this shape and form it could be an amazing uh, you know trip and sort of a like an addition to this album because if i i don't think any one of us uh, you know uh, can put out any sort of work that is additional to this music that we've done already that's kind of a letdown like oh the yeah. shows are not great so we i think we'll make sure um that the live show actually is uh well it has to be amazing to to just match this uh, this chemistry between us and yeah. and and what we've created already so but yeah we've been, we've been chatting about it a little bit because there's got to be a there's got to be a visual component to this because I, I i i see it already when i listen to the music yeah i think we we talked about that just uh, it's going to be a lot of fun putting together an actual experience you know and adding I mean, it was fun doing the artwork for this. I did it actually, most of it with um, my neighbor who does a lot of uh, art stuff for, you know, for films and Netflix and stuff like that. Um, and it was just, it's really, it's really exciting. Obviously we do it in Tool as well, but just like embellishing what you've already got in the music 
with mm. the extra the extra layer of the artwork. So the idea of you know whatever we come up with as a live setup, obviously we've got to decide do we get we have a drummer or obviously I'll play bass and how's Peter can present his beats or his sequences. Um, but then to add on top of that another layer, whoops, another layer of uh, of visual stuff, I, you know whatever it's going to be. It's just going to be really exciting, but also something that we don't want to screw up. Like Peter said, yeah. we don't want to r- rush it. Um, we've been focused on getting this album out and making vinyl and stuff. It's a bit of a headache. You know, it took, <laughs> it took a while. Um, but, you know, from here on out, we've already started working on new stuff, by the way. We're working on a track right now. So um, oh, nice. it's been it's been inspiring just getting this out and talking about it. It's already inspired the new stuff. Um, so with that will come plans for for doing something live uh i think it's kind of un- unavoidable in a way just a matter of time and a matter of logistics and and deciding how we want to present it you know yeah 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 i i believe uh, visuals are going to be uh a big part of it because you know we're both inspired by um visual artists and 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 you know visuals as a whole and um there's a friend of mine we've been working with uh, for his whole time since the beginning of empty void i, I knew him like for ages vahan bego he's an armenian artist uh, a sculptor and a painter and and he's like with us in all of the things we come up visually he's an author of our logo but he came up you know with various like concepts not only visual but also like he's the one who's pushing us always towards more psychedelic noise structures and Mm. and noises he was the one who was always telling me like go and present this to justin i'm like man i know but this is great but there is no rhythm there is no beat here he's like you know he's gonna mature to this stuff i believe this is the space this is the few he always was like the noises are the future like yeah. the noise is the natural fabric of our universe and of our world this is naturally what we hear like this is all noise around yeah. us right? we give it shapes we give it notes we give it timing and it's kind of a, a touch to different cultures western culture arabic culture whatever we we kind of want to organize the noise into something that is nice and 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 cool but in fact the noise is not that nice and it's not that cool it's more like a you know a mass of whatever it is so yeah i believe we are good when it when it comes to to visuals you know i'm also experimenting a lot with ai on on you know as my own as my own you know kind of a uh i've, I've been always driven visually so when i discovered all, all these generators which also kind of uh um, remind me in the process that it does its work to a cut up technique you know because it's right. like it's when it's being taught and learned on this massive huge data sets then when you trigger things with words it comes up for stuff that you wouldn't think it you know would much match this, the, those words at least when you when you when, when you put in uh poetry which yeah. i do which i did with the last video that we have for dropout with isabel like the prompts were actually the poetry and the lines from the song so i was right. like i'm not i'm not gonna prompt this uh whatever ai engine with give me an image of two girls i'm not like that i'm more like okay what is this sequence i reject the feelings i reject the knowledge i want to see that right right Right. And right, right, and this is something that if you're a human and you're a painter or or an artist, 
it's great. Some people will take this thought and like, okay, give me an hour. And he will come up with two sketches, right? But mm. in the meantime, in this hour, I can come up with 100 proposals yeah. for this thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck. All of them are great. How do I choose yeah, one? It's <laughs> fucking rise of the machines, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just a matter of just. He's using right back that. there, and he's looking for John Connor right there. <laughs> yeah, oh, there he yeah, is. It's, it's just I a love- of, yeah. It's just a control. We have to control it. We can no, definitely, hundred percent. But it's funny how so many, you know, there's some so much, um, you know, controversy around AI, but so many artists that are cutting edge and that aren't afraid to just actually use it to create or help or fuel their creativity find that they it almost like. I guess it's kind of like psychedelics in the sixties where it just opens yeah. their minds up to a different parts where, you know, they will take it and, and, and use it and, and actually become more creative. So it's a, it's a, it's all like everything. It's a double-edged sword. I like how, uh, you know, Peter just dives right into all these new, new things that arise, you know, I mean, we did, uh, we did NFTs already, you know, everyone's yeah. kind of like moping around saying how, how it's a problem and it's going to ruin things. And, uh, rather than do that, Peter just dives straight in. I mean, he's already done an, a video like last week, yeah. you know, with this AI. <laughs> um, and I think that's great. You know, you got to start figuring out how to use these these tools. You know, yeah. they're 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 there for for your for your you know whatever you want to use them for. Um, yeah. There's no reason they can. There's no reason for them to to ruin things. You know, you can just take mm-hmm. use them for what you need them for and embellish your art with with even greater fun little toys and 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 see where it takes you you know you never know where it's going to lead you next and it'll right. inspire more more creativity off the back of that as well yeah 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 the thing is like if you if you learn how to control that and if you mm. learn how those things work uh i believe you can maintain some sort of uh of well of a big impact just yeah. like i said if you if you replace all the normal stuff that people put into that like give me a cat in a black suit it's an obvious thing right yeah but w- when you start messing with things that are um hard to visualize and you're like okay i want to be blown away by your input that you are taken from the edges of the history of mankind up to this date everything that's been put on internet you've been trained on that right so give me that in terms of how it would look in 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 times of roman empire i want to see empty void back there and and you yeah. can start thinking about that and even that is crazy right so yeah. it's like you said it's like psychedelic i mean you can just if you tune in it's great yeah. Um, I just want to ask you lastly, um, for, for you, Justin, um, you know, you're, you're involved with obviously a juggernaut of a project with tool. Um, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a you know massive band, massive commitment. Um, this has got to be, you know, like you were mentioning, you, you, you alluded to it that, you know, you're on, you're on tour and your mind's racing. You're always thinking, th- thinking of things. This has got to be almost like a little safe space for you um, where it, it it's got to be nice for you to have this as an outlet. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, hundred percent. It's a it's a total release. Um, it's a relief as well from from what I'm normally doing. Um, I get to do things that I wouldn't get to do in Tool. Um, not that not that we're uh, shy of of being adventurous, you know. Well, I was going to say, you, mean, you you were the guys that put you were the guys <laughs> that put uh, the recipe on how to make 
a cake yeah. in German and made it sound <laughs> yeah. sinister. And the only reason yeah. I knew what that unkana aya and all that was was because at the time unkana. I was dating someone who was German. She was like, they just put a recipe on how to make a cake on that record. <laughs> that's that's yeah. still the best shit ever. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we have a lot of fun in Tool, sure. especially when we're recording our albums, doing those little extra bits and pieces. Um, that's kind of uh, a little reflective of what me and Peter do in Empty Void all the time. But, you know, right. obviously with this with this project, it's just a complete um, departure from every day. Uh, the way that we write music in Tool, you know, it's very much more of a traditional uh process you know we all sure, meet and we stand next to each other and we you know make a beat and play you know jam basically um and this is completely different than that you know we're not even in the same room um and we're, we're you know because we're not an actual band per se um there is no limit to what we can put down as a sound you know yeah um so that in, in that way it's a real tonic for me to do while I'm not doing tool, you know, yeah. and really the one, the one inspires the other and vice versa. Absolutely. Um, so no, nothing but healthy really, you know, it's um, it's kind of uh, a similar situation that Chino f- has found himself in with crosses, you know, um, Deftones, obviously a juggernaut of a band, but you listen to what he's doing with crosses. I don't know if you guys have heard those records, but they're great. And they're yeah. programming the sounds. It's just very, yeah. very creative. So. Yeah, I was yeah. just reading. Uh, I was just reading about it yesterday in Revolver. I think I'm really interested yeah. to hear no, that stuff. I'm both a- those, both those records in the EP are, are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Wow, cool. Really good. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, have a happy holiday. Cool. Um, I really enjoyed this project. I hope one day I can see it live. But but if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna follow. And if not, I'll just I'll just ask AI to make a live show for me, <laughs> and it'll happen. Oh, still not there, but uh, you can try. I mean, you can you can try. It's, 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 I've it's never, I don't even know where to go. It's like I'm like the guy who doesn't know how to download music for free. I don't know where to steal anything. I don't even know where to go do AI. And I'm hit me up. Hit me up when you need when you need, yeah, when you need any sort of help in that field. I'm I'm like you know just like Justin said. I'm not shy of of going no. head down into any sort of mind bending programming ai kind of a you know digital cyber cyber thing it is it was always you know a part of of our project like from day number 1 i was just using all those things that i even couldn't understand and it's kind of challenging for me to understand it's like yeah and man thank you for you know digging deep into into our stuff it's really it's really cool you know when yeah. when people kind of discover all those things that we we put in musically and lyrically in, in into that and it's just like yeah I no I, I i i thoroughly appreciate people that are still making art for art's sake it's kind of nice <laughs> yeah, yeah art is everything is. cheers man you know i write lyrics too and uh sometimes people read them and they're like oh man these words just sound like a bunch of words strung together but I think it's because I'm illiterate. And uh, <laughs> so it's not exactly about as as my lyrics are written as much as they are read. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm completely kidding. No, it was a really, really fun conversation and really, really grateful to have had uh, to have had them on. So uh, thanks to both of them. And uh, Ryan, we've got um, we've got a, a full year ahead of us now. Uh, we've got lots of lots of great stuff that's going to be coming um, our way. We've got a 
Well, we'll talk about it soon, but we've got um, a new partner coming to the podcast, which is really, really cool too as well. Um, so we, and some cool guests on the, I, I think next week, are we talking to, yeah, I think next week we're going to be talking to, um, our friends in the sheepdogs. Well, your friends in the sheepdogs. Yes. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, so, uh, and we've got some other great things coming. So, uh, make sure you keep it locked on the rock and power. Hour. We appreciate all of you so much for, uh, for supporting us. And, um, if you have not yet, make sure that you subscribe, um, like the page, uh, subscribe, like, and, um, and, uh, comment and, and let us know who you'd like to see us talk to. Cause we're always open to suggestions. We've taken suggestions in the past where people have said, Hey, you should really talk to these guys. And, and we have so, and if, and we'll probably maybe do some more lives coming up too. So people I, seem I, to like I that. I love well. them. No post-production. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. So thanks again for joining us on, on the rock and power. Hour. A big thanks to our friends over at heartbeat hot sauce, the heartbeat of the rock and power hour. And if you use our, promo code rockwood20 you'll get 20 percent off your entire order uh big thanks as well to studio house designs for making us look fresh we appreciate you uh to my co-host ryan stick to our producer julia kajerski and to all of you thank you for joining us on the rockwood power hour and until next time stay safe